Jesus House in pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential, impacting lives. This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London. God bless you. for the season and that's why we're here by the way to talk about the reason for the season I think for people um, people think of Christmas and they think of you know mince pies they think of chocolate uh, what else do we think of turkey yes presents um, uh, uh, parents think of all the money they spend on gifts but we, the, the, the truth is Jesus is the reason for the season and we're, we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about it in, in a different way. I think for each of us, we all have a story and Christmas means something different to each of us. But there is a common thread and that common thread is Jesus. And so I've got these three wonderful young ladies that are going to just talk us through their experience of what Christmas is about and talk us about, just, just, just tell us their story. And I'm going to start with Ife. So Ife, just, just tell us a bit about why Jesus is the reason for the season for you. What, what, what's your story? What, what's, what's behind that? Sure. Um, I'd say my story of you know, how I came to Christ started here in Jesus' house, um, 2018. It was a youth conference. And um, prior to that, being born in a Christian household, so I'm a JH baby, you know, growing up in Jesus' house. Um, I had an understanding of who Christ was, but didn't have a relationship with Christ. And it was at that youth conference, you know, it was going really well. And there was a young lady ministering on stage. She was worshipping. And um, a lot of the times I noticed when I was younger, sometimes I connect when people are worshipping. Like, I feel a lot of emotions. And the time she was worshipping, she was telling us her story. Like, you know, she'd gone through a lot. And I was so overwhelmed with emotions. I was really crying. I couldn't understand why. And, you know, she was worshipping. And as she was hitting the notes, I was crying even more. Um, and then I felt an impression on my heart that this was the time for me to give my life to Christ. I was, you know, crying and I felt God say, I'm reaching out to you. This is the time for you to give your life. So I remember I was standing somewhere over there. I was just on the floor and I said, okay, Jesus, you know, I want to give my life to you. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I found one of the youth leaders crying with all the snow. I said, I want to give my life to Christ. I'm ready. And that was the moment, October 2018, that was when my life changed and I gave my life to Christ. And it wasn't immediately that my life, you know, changed. It was, you know, a trajectory of having studied my word and everything. But giving my life to Christ probably was the start of my life becoming more purposeful. Understanding that there's intention behind everything I do. Understanding that Christ knows what's best for me. And allowing him to navigate my life, you know, use or following Christ. Um, so my, my story started here and... It's been beautiful to see, you know, every year since then, how lives have been transformed, seeing other people give their life to Christ. But that's my journey. That's my so, story. So you started off as a, uh, I guess we'd call you a Jesus House baby. So Jesus you, House you, you baby. You were born in church. Yep. But, but it wasn't until later on where you, yeah. you felt, actually, this is now a time where I need to, to reconnect in a different way. I mean... I think it's... The way I see it is, you know, Christ is so loving that he meets you where you are. So it was a thing where, you know, I knew who Christ was. I was, I was brought up in a Christian household, but that was the time where God said I needed you. And it was the perfect time. Um, and I say this to everyone, like when Christ feels it's time, he will, whatever, however, he will come. Um, so being a product of Jesus' house was 
the by experience of how I met Christ, but it was actually through that youth conference. God said, it's time, and there awesome. it was. Awesome. So one thing that you've said that's sticking in my mind, whenever God says it's time, it's, it's time. time. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks, thanks, thanks for sharing your story with us. So, so Victory, t- t- tell us about your, your story. Okay, I'm not a Jesus House baby. I would love to be. <laughs> All right, we'll get that out of the way. Victory is not a Jesus House baby. That's on the record. We're, we're but I, am, I was brought up in church. Being a pastor's child, you're here from the crack of dawn, and you leave when the doors are shut. And um, I think that taught me service, but one of the things, like, like if a, um, also I was 17 at a youth conference when it happened for me. I think I had little moments in my room. I, I want to know God more. I, I knew of him. It's like that friend that you know of, but you don't actually know them. So I knew of him, but I didn't have a relationship with him at all. I think it was one of those things where I got boggled down with duty and I forgot devotion. Or maybe it was one of those scenarios where it was like I, I, I vaguely have an idea. So as I got older and at 17, I was at the youth conference. It's the call and you, you, you're struggling. You're just like your foot is stuck to the ground. And you're just like, I want to go to the front because it's an altar call. Um, so that was pushing you to the front. <laughs> and so having that moment with God for myself was, yeah, I took responsibility over my walk with God and I didn't have secondhand walk with God. I wasn't a secondhand child of God through my parents. I know that they were graced for that, but um, I had an idea. I wanted to know him. And in that, when I get to know people, I want to know them on a deeper level than just um, Sunday to Sunday. And so I think my first journey was studying the word and um, allowing it to transform me. It was like holding up a mirror. Um, and that mirror, at some times, you're just like, I don't like what I see. And it's not because maybe it's so, like, left of ways, but okay. it's because it's, it's not what God formed. And so studying the word really did change my mindset. So it was more, uh, more relationship than it was religion. And I think it was more to do with the, the should I say how and why I should believe I think was the questions I asked myself in my room when I was by myself is do I really believe and um, the, uh, the answers are shocking but even to me <laughs> but uh, the idea that God formed me in my mother's womb and put me on this earth for a purpose and he saw it fit at 17 to find me for wherever I was whatever mindset I was in he came to find me and, um, and I think that's one of the major things in my story where I've unlearned to learn a lot of stuff. And I've realized in that journey that I've learned God and now I, I can say I know him. It's still a journey of sanctification, but I would say over my, my salvation story, I've done a lot of work digging in the word yeah. and um, sharing and growing um, along the way. So that's my salvation story awesome. so, so, so as if I would say God said it was time it was time it and was, that was at a youth conference he said go he didn't even use too many words right. said go. So, so but you, you said a few things so you, you said you, you don't want to you, you went from being a was it a second hand <laughs> yeah. child Christian second hand Christian oh okay so through your parents second hand mm. Okay, so now you're a first-hand Christian. Yes, I, I know. I okay. can say I know. I didn't, I didn't know there was second-hand and first-hand. It might just be me that made that okay. up just now. <laughs> All right. So it, it's... And, and, and now you're in a very different place. Very different place. I would say it's very transformative. It took you from a place that, to the world, it may not be so bad. But for 
me, I would say it took me to a whole different place where I'm living in Christ and I know I have peace, I have joy. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Thank you for that. And, and, and we, we're going to come to, um, should I say the original Jesus House Baby? Yeah. So <laughs> we, we're going to, one of the original. So, so Rena is going to share with us. So, so, so Rena, t- tell us about your story because obviously you're, you're not just a Jesus House Baby, but <laughs> you're, you're the daughter of a pastor of the church you're, uh, and all the pressure that or not that that brings. But so tell us your story. Um, yeah. I'm a Jesus house baby through and through. Um, I mean, I don't think, my parents didn't ever put pressure on me to kind of be somebody I wasn't. My parents were very much, you know, be who you want to be, love God for yourself. But I put pressure on myself as I started growing up. I felt like I had to be perfect and perfection is unattainable. And that was what I started learning as I got older. So I had a lot of pressure on myself and I was setting goals that were impossible to reach. So then as soon as I don't hit those goals, I was, I felt like everything was falling apart. Um, But I was baptized in 2011, right down there, Paul was right there. Um, I was baptized in 2011, but I don't think I really truly gave my life to Christ until I was about 18, 19 years old. Um, yeah. So Life. There's, a, there's a common thread with all of you, 17, yeah. 18 it seems to be. So all these 17 and 18 year olds, this might be your Christmas. Okay, um, yeah, life kind of, as, as I like to say, life happened. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was making poor decisions and I was losing friendships. I was losing the relationships around me and it felt like I was just falling deeper and deeper into this. Like it, was, it felt like a pit almost. And I was in uni, I was in my room and uni was already just a big change. So I was in uni, I was in my room, and it just felt like I was falling and falling and falling. And it was as if God just kind of came down and just scooped me up and pulled me out and um, told me that everything was going to be okay. And it was hard for it, me it to... It wasn't like that angel experience from the production. Oh, no, 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 nothing like that. <laughs> just thought just a check. It was hard for me to, um, to hear and understand that at the time but it was actually Christmas, I think 2019 Christmas. Um, My family and I, we were all together and my mom had made these place cards for everybody and she wrote a Bible verse on everybody's place card and everyone's place card had a link to their name. Um, And my name means a shout of praise, a shout of joy. So that's what I assumed my place card would have on it. But she actually wrote um, I think it was a verse from Zephaniah, and it said that, you know, God will calm all your fears. And I thought that had nothing, that had no link to my name at the time. I was just like, why did she give me this verse? But it was something that God had been telling me over and over and over again, and I just didn't have, I didn't understand what he was saying, and I couldn't hear what he was saying at the time. So, yeah, around 18 or 19, that was when I really started to devote my life to God. I started to understand the Bible more. As I read it, it was, there was more revelation. And with that came conviction and hearing the Holy Spirit. And sometimes that can be very stressful because sometimes I just want to live my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to, you know, have this voice in the back of my mind telling me, you know, this isn't right or this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. I just wanted to live my life. But um, yeah, the voice of God just became so much clearer 
and it was actually Christmas. I think it all came together. So this is a so Christmas full was your moment. time. Yeah, Cri Christmas is an awesome time. You guys know that. <laughs> and it's just a full circle moment, and I couldn't be happier and more awesome. blessed with the life that God gave me and with the life that I'm creating in God. Awesome. With all three of you, so uh, apart from the time, obviously, when God says it's time. Um, so the Holy Spirit obviously nudged all of you. Um, you, we have two Jesus house babies and one not Jesus house. But but just how has Christmas for you? What's the significance of Christmas? How has that changed since those significant moments? Let's start with you, Fair. I think you know what comes to mind is just Christ, like. I wear Christ, I'm, you know, I'm really sold out to Christ and Christmas just reminds me of, if not for Christ, then where would I be? Um, and I think because I'm a lot older now and I'm really being intentional about purpose, when I do think Christmas, I just marvel at the fact that if we didn't have Christ, then a lot of us would be stuck. Um, yeah. And so when I think Christmas, I honestly just think Christ and how grateful I am that I have Christ in my life. That's, that's really it, to be honest. Awesome. I, in addition, I would say I, I just grace and gratitude mm -hmm. at um, the fact that Jesus was given to us as a gift. Um, yes, he had his own story, but it also can explain how my life has been as well. So it yeah. gives me a language to my own walk, and I'm grateful, and I'm grateful for the grace yeah. upon my life and yeah. everyone here. Awesome. Um, I think Christmas became a more serious time as I got older and as, as I came into my faith. Um, because before Christmas was December in Nigeria, and everyone <laughs> who knows about that, it was. I just I used to have so much fun, and I don't think now when I think of Christmas, I think of you know my family, and I just think of what it, what Mary felt. Yeah. That you were actually being told that you know the son of God is going to be born to you and he's going to be born in a manger and it's not going to make any sense. And just like the drama, um, even when life doesn't make sense, God knows exactly what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just the embodiment of Christmas. And, yeah. and that's another common thread. God knows what he's doing. Thank you for that. Amen. And just, just as we, we, we end this, 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 this segment on, on this, this wonderful um, Sunday celebrating uh, Christmas and our, our carol service, I'm going to share a scripture um, from, it's, a, it's one that you all know, but I'm going to read it in the Amplified Classic, John 3, 16. It says, For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world that he even gave up his only begotten unique son so that whoever believes in, trusts in, clings to, relies on him shall not perish, come to destruction, be lost, but have eternal and everlasting life. And, and that's the reason for this season. That's, that's the reason that we're here. That's the reason we've had carols, we've been singing. Jesus is the common thread. Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. 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 Amen.